0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, August 8th, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. FDA regulation of tobacco could be here sooner rather than later. But why is the tobacco industry agreeing to some demands of those who might be perfectly willing to make tobacco illegal? And are we getting closer to prohibition on tobacco? Regulation Magazine Managing Editor Tom Fiery says this turn of events shouldn't be at all surprising.
1: I guess what's animating it most of all is it's good politics. You know, people. You know, we have a strong dislike of cigarettes in this society. It's just uh, become the the popular thing to hate. Cigarette smokers are becoming a smaller and smaller part of the population, and they themselves aren't standing up for themselves too much because, let's face it, they know they oughtn't be doing it purely from a, a personal health choice. So here's something that people can can make a dramatic pose. You know, I'm I'm pro good things. I'm anti bad things. I'm anti cigarettes.
0: But
2: there are people within the industry, the tobacco industry that are more than willing to accept regulation from the FDA. Why is that?
1: Yeah, that's the interesting uh, part of the dynamic. Uh, At least Altria, which is the uh, umbrella company under which uh, Philip Morris is, has come out as being in, in favor of uh, this tobacco, of some level of tobacco regulation, and that has some people scratching their heads, until you realize Altria would love to be in a position where they can kind of freeze the market as it is now with Altria's brands on top, with the Marlboro Man standing proudly you know, atop the, uh, the market, uh, and hold onto that market share. There's an interesting history of tobacco regulation and an interesting uh, intellectual history rooted here in the Cato Institute that kind of merged together here. There's a very famous term that came out of Regulation magazine that's the what's uh, called the Bootleggers and Baptists Coalition, very famous uh, political term, which is in a lot of pushes, regulatory pushes in society, they're kind of the, the angelic people that are saying, you know, we're doing this for the good of society, i.e. that the Baptists... And then there's this other component that you don't hear a lot about, but they're on the same side as the Baptists, and they just happen to be the people that the Baptists supposedly are coming down on, the bootleggers. Uh, and, a lot, and according to this theory, again, with uh, was popularized in Regulation Magazine, uh, there a lot of regulatory pushes are truly bootlegger and Baptist coalitions. And a theory that is floating around is that a lot of tobacco pushes, in, uh, regulatory pushes in the 60s, uh, in the 70s, in the 90s, and here again today, are born of, of bootlegger and Baptist coalitions where the Baptists are feeling great because they're getting, you know, they're getting the evil tobacco out of people's hands, or at least they think, whereas at least some of the tobacco companies are, aren't all that mindful either because somehow it sets them up in a very good regulatory situation where they can make or continue to hold on to good profit levels.
2: Even the general public sort of understands the costs associated with prohibiting it what is essentially a popular drug, but with FDA regulation, more restrictions would be forthcoming. What should be the considerations for any type of middle ground solution?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Uh, And it depends on your value system. You know, um, people care about public health. People care about each other's health. Um, So that's going to be one consideration. But our, you know, our consideration as libertarians is that people should... Have as much freedom as we can allow without them hurting other people, and that people you know carry the the costs of their own actions, and that includes not just our financial costs but our health costs. so you know what we would argue is, look, uh, you know, I, I take it what we would argue as libertarians government may have a role in providing information that cigarettes are dangerous um, cigarettes are dangerous government may have a role in trying to protect children. From cigarette ads, you know, trying to look out. But, you know, our value system is not to really come down too much far further beyond that, and let adults make adult decisions. But other people have different values. That's both the upside and the downside of being part of a of a, of a republic of a very uh, multifaceted republic. And so, you know, we're just going to have to slog through this as a society with of people
0: of very different values. Tom Fiery is managing editor of Regulation Magazine. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. Send your comments to cbrown at cato.org.